Welcome to Sounds from the Shelves. I'm Mika. I'm Sarah. And I'm Lee. And today we are joined by Heather Schniff. Did I say that right? <laughs> close enough. You just told me and I'm already like, what? what yeah, no, it's okay. It's all good. <laughs> it's close enough. Heather, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, um, my name's Heather. Um, I work at Kearns Library as a library assistant. I have been with the county four years now. So got hired during that great pandemic. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah. <laughs> the ongoing. What a time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. So today we're going to talk about the Reader's Choice program that we have here at the library. Heather is part of the work group that helps put it all together. So we're going to ask her questions about that. So let's start with what's hopefully an easy question. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) What is the Reader's Choice program and how did it get started? So Reader's Choice is a... um, collection of about roughly 20 books that are considered popular, not so popular that they are on like the New York Times bestseller list, of course, but popular enough that they should receive recognition. And then um, they're kind of assembled uh, to by like various readers throughout the county. Um, It was started in the 90s as sort of a way to recognize what people in Utah were reading because we didn't really have anything for adults. Um, we've had like beehive and that was pretty much it. Uh, <laughs> so it was kind of like, um, some librarians got together in Salt Lake County and were like, we should have a voting for our own readers, um, who are adults and see what they're enjoying. So that's about it. It features mostly debut authors, um, or authors that have not been on the New York Times bestseller list very frequently or at all. So. Very cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't either. Yeah, that's why you don't see like Brandon Sanderson on Reader's Choice or like the really super like James Patterson will never be on Reader's Choice because mm-hmm. um, they they have a fan base. They they're, have a fan base. They're yeah. already recognized, mm-hmm. and well, sure, maybe they're excellent writers. Some of them they're already getting plenty of book sales, and people are already <laughs> right. enjoying them. So <laughs> we want to give space to other people. Exactly. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Um, can you talk a little bit about how the books are picked for this program? Yeah. Um, so they start on a long list is what we call it in Reader's Choice Work Group. It's sort of like an assembly of a bunch of different like Kirkus reviews or starred publisher reviews or anything that's been released within the past 12 months from when we select. So that can go as far back. Like, for instance, we just selected for our next round coming up in January. Um, and it's everything that was published. Which will be going on when this comes out. I just oh, want to perfect. We record in advance. So. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> so uh, we select like books from 2023 for the 2024 round, for instance. So it's just anything that was published in 2023. Um, I think there are a few books from 2022, but not many on our final list. So um, it goes on the long list first. And then after we pick some reviews. And then from the long list, somebody will read one of those books and then decide, yes, this was good, or no, this was bad, or no, I didn't finish it. Um, And then it goes on our short list is what we call it. Um, The short list is kind of like, these are books that don't have more than like 50 holds, uh, (laughs) aren't on any New York Times bestseller list, and 
typically our debut authors, like I said, and they've been read by at least one committee member or one person who has submitted a vote to us. So other people in the county can read anything from that long list um, and then kind of submit a vote to us saying like, hey, I read this. It was really good. You should use it. And we'll be like, yeah, okay. And then we have a bunch of other people on the committee read the book or we submit it out in an email to other employees of like, hey, read these books. They need votes. We need to know if they're good. Um, And then once things get about like five or six readers that all kind of agree that they were good, typically it goes into our like final consideration list. And then at the end of our months of doing this, um, we go, oh, so we have six romances and we only need like three. And then we whittle it down (laughs) and we quote unquote battle it out on which one of those we liked best. So so you kind of champion which one you think should make the final yes. cut. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> there there was one that we had last round that I don't remember the name of now, but <laughs> we every time it got brought up there was contention cuz some people in the group, group really loved it and some people really hated it. <laughs> and so it was just like no one could agree. Mm-hmm. Uh everyone was always like no, we should not include this or yes, we should because people will talk about it. So <laughs> So do you ever have trouble like finding books? Like are there years where you're like, oh, there just like aren't as many as we want? So I know some years like adult publication like ebbs and flows. Um, typically not just because there are so many uh, books that get published, thankfully. But and the long list is mm-hmm. really long. It's like 400 plus titles on the long list. Oh. So, yeah, <laughs> it's really long. Um, typically, we don't have that problem. Uh, sometimes we'll have that problem if we want to do genre diversity. So right now, um, it's looking like science fiction has not been great in the year of 2023. And we're kind of struggling to pick something that we like because uh, all of them have just been space operas. And those are, oh. if you didn't know, like 500 pages long. Uh, typically, we don't like to do things that are super long on Reader's Choice. Mm-hmm. The average reader's not going to always pick those up. So, right. Yeah. So that sometimes that does happen. And then we just go back to the long list mm-hmm. and make sure that there's something or we'll try and pull up something um, like to add to the long list. But not always. <laughs> I think like... Was it like around 300 is probably the sweet spot? Yeah, that's generally where we try to keep it. It's around the 300 range. Um, I think we have one for this round that's like pretty long. It's a Joan of Arc one. And uh, I think it's up there in the 500 pages. So that's a honker. But apparently it was really good. From yeah. everyone who read it. I haven't read it because that's a little too long for me. Uh, <laughs> that might be an audiobook. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I love the story of Joan of Arc, so I'm going to have to wait and see when it comes on yeah. the display. Mm-hmm. Um, is it coming up next year? Yes. Okay. So in the January to April round okay. is when it will be. Cool. Cool. I have spoilers for yeah. all of those. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we should talk about that. Like the how you suction it off kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. um, I completely forgot that it does that. Yeah. <laughs> that you do like uh, yeah, January two, to, yeah. Yes, the two rounds. The two rounds. Yeah. So it's it's just kind of to, I don't know if they started it that way, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Um, okay. I think it was more to just give, because so many books do get published, it was mm-hmm. to get more books that get recognized. Um, so we do typically 20 books per round. And there's one in the winter to spring and then one in summer to fall. So both rounds, they both get winners. Lately, all the winners have been kind of 
mysteries and romances. Uh. <laughs> Which, I mean, are usually very popular genres. Yes, yeah. not surprising. Yeah, yeah. Um. So do you ever have on your long list books that just kind of stay there or do, do they always recycle out? Each year? Um, If it's not too old. So like I said, we try to keep it within like a year of its publication date. If it's a little too old, it just gets dropped and we just never revisit it Um, because it's more recent publications is what we're trying to highlight. So there isn't really a like queue of older books. If there's an older book that we didn't get on the last round and we really loved it, we might keep it for the next round. Mm -hmm. So if we have something like leftover from what we're selecting for right now, it might get put on uh, the next year's, like January one. Okay. Right now, we're in the process of selecting for the summer round. So, uh, gotcha. We have some time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Through this process, do you have a favorite book that's come up that you would love to talk about, or maybe you know a couple of favorites <laughs> that you're like, oh yeah, like I love this. I stood up for this. Like <laughs> this was the best thing ever. The one that I just picked is <laughs> yeah. Emily Wilde's Encyclopedia of Fairies. And Ooh. that one's coming up on the January round. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my book. I was like, yeah. that's my baby. That better get on the list. And it did. And I'm so glad that it got on the list. Um, so I hope everybody enjoys it. But mm-hmm. we'll see. I don't know. It's very fun and quirky and just a silly little fantasy. So each that's another thing. Each committee member kind of has a genre that they read more of. Um, okay. We don't typically want to force anybody to read genres they don't like. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I kind of so. feel like that's that'll be harder for the person to actually yeah. pick books because yeah. they're like, I, I don't enjoy any of this. Yeah. Right. So yeah. on the committee, I typically read more fantasy. And so mm-hmm. I'll do like the fantasy picks or vote for them or say, no, that was terrible. Yeah. Um, and then somebody else on the committee reads like the science fiction. Somebody else is reading the romances. And I mean, we do sometimes cross over. Like I've read a few of the mysteries and been like, that's not my jam. <laughs> I didn't enjoy that. But, you know, I do try to sometimes branch out. But yes, uh, Emily Wilds is my favorite for this one. The previous round, I didn't really have a favorite. Uh, they were all they were all fine. <laughs> and then the round before that, um Comfort Me with Apples was probably my favorite because it was just weird. It was a weird book and I enjoy weird. Um, but no, there hasn't been like any that I've been like, I don't know, besides Emily Wilde. That's been my favorite book. So cool. cool. Do you have a least favorite? <laughs> I do not like the cozy mysteries. Uh, anytime those pop up, I'm like, oh, not again. But explain that's... a cozy mystery because I don't think everybody knows what that oh, is. Oh, so yeah, cozy mystery is typically a there's usually a woman like main character um she's usually a normal person typically like doesn't have some sort of detective job ends up involved with a murder um of some sort and then it's like we got to solve this murder but also I'm going to bake cookies every chapter. <laughs> so it's like um, why are we making murder comforting? I don't know. It's weird. I don't like them very much. Uh they're kind of silly and I get that some people are like, "Yes, give me my comfort." Um not my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite cozy mysteries. I'm pretty sure this has never been on reader's choice because they're too old. Um but the Antimity mystery series is hilarious. Um, the main character is this girl, um, and it's actually 
the first book is her aunt Dimity that dies. Oh, um, but her aunt becomes a ghost and like helps her solve the mysteries. Wait, I kind of love that. Yes, this is why I love it because it's like paranormal cozy mystery, That's and I'm like, yes, funny. I'm here for this. Well, my favorite book, Emily Wilds, is actually termed a cozy fantasy which i thought was kind of funny i was like i've never seen that tag before but okay um which apparently i like i didn't even know uh i'll take it yeah right i'm like i guess if that's what we want to call it i wonder if it, like the people that are fans of that grew up watching like murder she wrote and they're like okay i need this in book form because yeah, maybe yeah i mean i haven't gotten into the what are they called? Cozy Mysteries? Cozy mm-hmm. Mysteries. Um, but I love me some murder she wrote, though. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, maybe yeah. I, gotta, I gotta give them a try. I don't yeah, know. I don't I don't know. I don't you know. might enjoy them. Uh, <laughs> the last one I read was something about lattes, and they were just constantly in coffee shops, but then also trying to solve a mystery <laughs> murder. I don't know. It was yeah. weird. I was like, why? <laughs> Can we just focus on the murder on hand? Like, I don't know. I will say, I do appreciate the pun titles that Cozy Mysteries yes. generally have. Yes. Oh. The titles yeah. are always the best part, <laughs> yeah. I will say. I haven't read most of them, so I don't know how... how good the puns are within the book but the titles the yes. titles are i feel like somebody must be like that's their job is to come up with puns because uh-huh. i'm like surely they're running out at this point but no they always they always manage to find another one they do excellent it's amazing. <laughs> have there been any surprise winners of reader's choice um not in the last few rounds that i know of they've all been pretty much like mystery or romance or like things that we usually on the committee are like this one's gonna be the favorite I think there was like a few years ago. It was a while ago now. There was a book that was a fantasy that I think was called Poison Study or a oh, study yeah, in poison, yeah. something like that. And that one won. And that I think was a surprise just because fantasy is not normally picked up by a lot of people. Um, it's kind of more of a niche genre. But that one won. And I think that was probably. I will say Poison Study was a, a pretty good book. I read that one, although not for reader's choice. I just <laughs> read it because I read <laughs> fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. favorite Reader's Choice book that I actually read for Reader's Choice um, was Horror Store, mm-hmm. which <laughs> it's by Grady Hendrix. Um, and mm-hmm. it, it looks like it's designed to look like an Ikea catalog. I love that. Because it takes place in like an Ikea-like store. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> it is horror, though. So, I mean, I'll yeah. put that out there. Don't read it if you don't <laughs> like horror. But. Yeah. <laughs> It is entertaining, and I enjoyed it. I agree with you. I had to read it for a book club once, and I started it, and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> um, but by the end, I loved it. I loved it. And it kind of made going to Ikea more fun because you're uh-huh. like, hmm, hmm, wonder if somebody's in this cabinet. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. <laughs> the weirdest thing, though, so I read it originally just as, like, the physical book, which was yeah. great because then you get, like, the full feel of, like, it's an Ikea catalog. But I was doing a book club where we read it, and I was so I needed to like reread it to remind myself what happened. And I decided to pick up the audiobook. And oh my goodness, listening to the catalog matter <laughs> in audiobook format, oh, it's excruciating. Don't do it. <laughs> I think I listened to the audiobook. <laughs> You're like, hmm. Yeah, I'm just like sitting there listening. I'm like, this is the stuff that I would just like skim over with my eyes in the physical book and not pay attention to. And they're reading every word. It's like the Uh. email correspondence that they put in contemporary romance these days. It's like, I don't I don't need you to read out those (laughs) timestamps. Don't do that. (laughs) 
Although I will say, in the physical book, I appreciate it being there just because yes. it looks like an email. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. Uh-huh. But don't read it in the audiobook. Yeah, like, yeah. skip that. I get it. It's an email. Like, uh-huh. non-relevant. <laughs> um, have you or anybody on the work group heard any feedback um, about the program? Like, people raving about it? Do people really like it? Um I do believe there's like a raffle, right? Or a yes. drawing. Yes. Um, do you ever uh, get passed on like information like a librarian's like, oh, I had the patron come in and they were so happy about their name being drawn, anything like that? Um, people get pretty excited when they win the gift card. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so if, uh, when people submit votes, they're entered in to win a gift card and each branch has their own gift card. Uh, if you ever wanted to vote, um, Tyler receives less votes. Kearns also receives less votes. You have a higher chance of winning. Uh, <laughs> hint, hint. Uh, hint, hint. Uh, come vote here. Um, as opposed to like one of the bigger branches like Sandy or I think West Jordan always gets pretty high votes. But just saying, if you want to come submit your votes at other branches. Uh, yeah, people generally are pretty happy um, or pretty excited. I've had feedback from patrons where they were like, I never would have picked up this book if I didn't see it on the Reader's Choice. I'm kind of glad I did see it there because it was actually really enjoyable to read. Or I've heard like, this got me to read like a biography when I never would have otherwise or, you know, people branching out. So that's always really fun when we hear that feedback because that's kind of what we're hoping for is that people mm-hmm. pick up books they wouldn't normally read or even just engage with authors they wouldn't normally like uh, or think they wouldn't like. And then... Um, I know some branches do gift baskets, and I've always heard patrons are really appreciative of those as well. Like they'll do that in addition to a gift card. So it'll be a gift card or a gift basket, which that's fun for them. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I wish I had that budget. Uh, (laughs) But uh, no, people are pretty excited. It's my favorite when we get the readers who want to read every single book on Reader's Choice, which we do have a few of those. Um, They're always pretty excited because they're like, I'm going to read every single one. And then, um, for instance, my my mom is one of the patrons that reads all the ones. And she will come in and be like, I hate it this one <laughs> and then she'll be like but this one was really good <laughs> so it's always really fun for me to hear those <laughs> so i used to be uh over reader's choice at sandy back when mm-hmm. i was a library assistant and it would always be funny when i was tallying the votes where people would write in opinions on the ballot <laughs> yes. like this book is terrible why did it get chosen yes. or things like that yes those are, those are also my favorite the write-in comments uh i had one that was actually really funny last time where the patron had done five stars and then I think they had changed their mind or like finished the book or something because they had crossed that out very like <laughs> aggressively and then put two stars and they were like, the ending was awful. It was oh, so funny. Oh. Um, I was like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> like that was aggressive. Like they were just like, no. I don't know what the ending was, but they did not enjoy it. I will say that I've had that happen with the book yes. before where it's really great mm-hmm. until you get to the end and then you're like that's it yeah really <laughs> oh. you're like why? why why did you do that to why me why did you do that to me indeed <laughs> that happened indeed. with a series i read once like it was a three or four book series i can't remember and it was really great right until the very end of the series and i was like nope that's not my ending. There's, I am headcanoning my own ending yeah. in because that was terrible there have been book series i just have not finished because i've heard 
that the last book was not good. And I'm like, <laughs> it ended on the sixth book. I don't care. That right. seventh one doesn't exist. Like, I just don't care. Like, I am happy and I'm going to stay yeah, happy exactly. with this. <laughs> you cannot make me finish it. No. I do not care. See, I have to finish them because I have to actually know. Yeah, no, I but don't need the okay forbidden knowledge. But then I'm okay just going, but that's not actually how it ended. This is how it ended. <laughs> fan fiction. Yes. <laughs> Sure. I fully embrace fan fiction. <laughs> I'm sure any authors that listen to us, they're like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're not naming names. <laughs> I mean, I could drop a name right now. <laughs> I feel like you could drop a lot of names. <laughs> I've heard, I have worked with you. I've heard your book opinions. <laughs> I mean, we work at a library, so we have very strong book opinions. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, we've curated our knowledge. Yes. We know what we're talking about. Yes opinionated though it may be (laughs) but it's great though because with books like even if i don't like the ending somebody else may and somebody else may and and they can enjoy it and Mm -hmm. that's great yeah you can have that ending my ending's over here that's right (laughs) that's fine (laughs) are there any books this round that you're like i really hope this one doesn't win i really hope this one doesn't win (laughs) <laughs> just have curiosity. Um, got a chant with yeah. the death. Like, no, no, no. Uh, I don't actually think that there's any that I would be like, how dare you win? Um, <laughs> not this round anyway. Um, last round, there was one that I was like, what? Uh, so it didn't win, though. So what did I care? Um, it was like some historical fiction romance. I'm just not a fan of those unless they are smutty. So uh, <laughs> I don't think those are going to end up on Reader's Choice. No, I'm so sorry. No, alas. Uh, that has come up in the work group a few times where they've yeah. been like, can we put this out? It's a little spicy. <laughs> I was going to say that that's the word to use, spicy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it's been Which like, mm, like. <laughs> is this too high of spice? And then we take it off. <laughs> so it doesn't know. Typically, those don't end up on Reader's Choice. No. Um but no, there hasn't been a book where I'm like, I hope this doesn't win. It's more like I'm resigned to some of the books winning. <laughs> yeah. You're like, all right, that's yeah. fair. Uh, yeah, I guess last round I didn't want the cozy mystery to win. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. Something with like salsa or something. I can't remember. <laughs> like 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 the food? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. It had it had oh it was a Caribbean cozy mystery, actually. Now uh-huh. I'm I'm now I'm remembering. It had okay. something I think it had something to do with mangoes on the title. And it was like Oh, it's like mangoes and murder or yes, something. I yes. think I know which one you're talking yeah, about. It had yeah, recipes in the back. Um <laughs> and I was like, I hope this doesn't win. It did not win. So I got my wish. Uh <laughs> Death by fruit. Yeah, <laughs> it was one of those like faceless romances that one our favorite. Yes, the one where the Caymanian character is facing away, and yeah, um, I don't. What did it? What just won? Something I can't remember what just won. It yeah, leaves my brain. Either. I'm too focused on the next round. Right. Uh, You're like, okay, we're done with this. Let's move yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> we're moving yeah. on. Yeah. My problem is I almost never read any of them because I just. I don't have time to read all of them. Yeah. I've read a few. I've read a few. And then a couple um, books I've read before, and then I see them on the display, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that one's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> see, I'm more likely to see it on the display and then like a year or two down the road run into it again and go, mm-hmm. oh, that was on Reader's Choice, I think. Maybe mm-hmm. I should read that. Yeah. <laughs> Nora Goes Off Script is the one oh, that yeah, won yeah, yeah. for like the – fall of 20 thank you for looking that up yeah, you're um yes that was a romance one um and we have quite a few romances coming up one of them i've heard is actually really funny it's like about like i think she, i can't remember if she falls in love with somebody who does a podcast or if she does the podcast um mm-hmm. i think it's called thank you for listening oh, and 
It involves a podcast, so I, I might think, have to I read it. Think yeah. it, involves, <laughs> it might involve an audiobook, now that I'm thinking about it. There oh, were yeah. there were like three that were all kind of similar, which was weird. Um, one of them that we didn't pick, I believe, was like this woman stalks the guy who like is an audiobook narrator or something. <laughs> That's always like... And it was like, what is happening? <laughs> so I, I'll be honest, I'm not a, a fan of romance novels. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because some of the tropes they use are just cringy. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. See, and that's why I love them. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I can, <laughs> on the opposite end, other people love them because of that, right? I think it's kind of yeah. true, though. Like, romance, even romance fans have very specific trope needs, though. Yeah, it's true. So, mm-hmm. like, some tropes, some romance fans are like, give me more. And then yeah. others, they're like, do not touch that. I don't. Yeah. Don't even get it near me. Yeah. So, As someone who like has a romance book club, that is very true. Like I've picked <laughs> books. People are like, oh, I don't want to read that one. I hate that trope. Right. People are like, I need books with this trope. Yep. So it's, yeah. it's a very true thing. I'm all yeah. about enemies to lovers. Mm. Give me yeah. an enemies oh, to lovers storyline. <laughs> it's so it's so bad and I love it. Uh-huh. Give it to me. Give me more. And they're <laughs> often toxic relationships. And oh, I yeah, recognize absolutely. that and yeah. I enjoy it anyway. <laughs> It's like the more you hate each other, the more I'm fueled. <laughs> Thank uh-huh. you. I love a good like grumpy sunshine. Like there's one person who just like hates everything and their like romantic interest is just like the sweetest, nicest person in yes. the entire world. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love that's, those ones. That's a the good odd trip, couple yeah. kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Opposites yeah. attract. That's uh-huh. a good one. Um, I, I hate the ones where it's like she has to go back to like her hometown and like mm-hmm. you the know Hallmark yeah the Hallmark, <laughs> Hallmark, the Hallmark trope of, where yeah yeah, yeah. I she's have to go back like to my hometown she's a yeah. big city gal uh-huh. and she has to go back to the small town <laughs> yes. and then she has to save whatever is wrong in the small town exactly and then there's this small town heartthrob ooh yeah, yeah. yeah no I don't like those ones either <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about yeah. <laughs> I feel like they have to be done in a very like understanding way where it's like oh mm-hmm. this makes sense mm-hmm. but most of them do not make sense <laughs> no. like yeah. why would you give up your nice job and go live in this very small town that you hate like yeah. doesn't uh-huh. make any uh-huh. sense <laughs> like that first half of the book all you did was hate on this town yeah and now yeah. you're like wait I love this town yeah. you're a liar yeah. <laughs> you like the sexy man yeah. don't lie to me unless it's some weird extra meta level of <laughs> you know kind of like, this is what relationships are like. You kind of, you have this, like, hate relationship or you have your heart broken and then you come back and you realize or you forgive and you're like, oh, I can love it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, all right, still not going to watch or read. But yeah. no. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Heather, for joining us today. You're welcome. talking about Reader's Choice with us. It's fantastic. Glad to be here. Um, just a quick reminder. Can you just tell everybody what the different, did we call them sessions, cycles? What do we call them? Like the rounds. Rounds. Okay. Yes. So there is a round one for a year is from January to April. Um, and then round two starts in July and goes all the way till the end of October. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. And does every branch participate in it? Yes, every branch participates. Typically, it's around 20 books per round. Um, So in a year, there'd be like 40 books. It's an awful lot. But Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) even if you just read one and vote once, it's still still fun Mm -hmm. to participate. Yeah. And sometimes you might find a favorite. You never know. (laughs) True. And all the libraries usually have displays of them up during Reader's Choice. 
And there's also a list of them on our website mm-hmm. if yes. you want to go check that out. You can out. also find all like the past winners on yes. our website too, which is really cool. So you, you can also vote online. Yeah. Yes. You do not so you have to. You don't vote even have person. to set foot in a library if you do not <laughs> want to. You can still use our resources. It's lovely. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today. We're so glad that you wanted to listen. If you want to listen to more of our podcast, you can find it wherever you find podcasts. And if you want to talk to us, we would love to hear from you. Email us at shelvespodcast at slclibrary.org. We love questions. We love comments. We love knowing that people are listening. Yes. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Before we go, we've got a really fun segment, though. For those who've listened to the podcast before, maybe have been here since the early days, um, some of us really love potatoes and have mentioned it in every single episode. So we are now going to start asking our guests what their favorite type of potato dish is. So Heather, would you like to kick us off? What kind of potato dish do you like? Um, I'm not picky about my potatoes. I'll be honest. You, you can fry them, mash them, stick them in a stew. I don't know. Whatever. They're really good. Uh, potatoes are highly versatile. Um, I'm a sucker for potato chip. Um, I really like homemade. My friends and I call them nachos, where you take like a potato, you slice it super thinly, um, and then you sprinkle cheese like in it. So it's just like a super sliced baked potato, I guess, and you bake it twice over. Mm-hmm. So you bake it once, and then you put cheese, and then you bake it again to melt the cheese, and then you like it's like a pull apart nacho. It's so good. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> nice. Now I want to eat it. Yeah, <laughs> highly recommend. Yeah. I know. I ended up. Um, yes, I do watch TikTok sometimes, but I ended up <laughs> on Potato Talk. Highly recommend. <laughs> <laughs> there's, yeah. a, there's one person and she's doing like 24 days of Christmas potatoes, and I'm just like, ooh. <laughs> like that's, the, that's the appropriate way to celebrate the holidays. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The joy of potatoes. Potatoes. I know. For Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. I roasted. Sweet potatoes with cinnamon, cumin, and maple syrup on them. Highly recommend if you like the sweet stuff. But you can also just do like salt and pepper and oil, like olive oil, and they're still really good. Yeah. Sweet potato fries are also incredibly delicious. I was eliminating sweet potatoes, but now that you've brought them up. Oh, they count. Oh, (laughs) I do. Okay, yeah. I was was like, I was thinking of like just the golden potatoes, but no, no, wait, hold on. We accept potatoes in all forms. Yes. Okay, well then. Potatoes, golden, whatever. I got to say. Potatoes are really good too if you haven't had those. Mm -mm. The like my favorite is like the mixed like blue potatoes. They're oh, like yeah. mini. Mm-hmm. The little petite ones. Yes. Fingerlings. You, you like mm-hmm. slice them up into mm-hmm. like dice them and then bake them in the oven with like olive oil and like Parmesan cheese on top. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's real <Yeah>. good. Yeah. <laughs> Some garlic on there. So yeah. everyone's going home to have potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the segment really is. It's yes. Just, yeah. yes. It's like potato propaganda. Go yes. home and eat potatoes. potatoes. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for 2024 yeah. and more potatoes. Yes. <laughs> um, and next month we will be talking with some different library employees that you may not always realize are not librarians. <laughs> We're going to talk to some of our shelvers and our customer service people. And they're going to talk about what they do at the library. We promise not everybody that's here is actually a librarian. Some of them are ordinary-ish people. <laughs> I don't want to say people that work at a library are super ordinary because I think like it takes a certain type of person to work at a library. But... Yes. Mm-hmm. 
They're they're mostly ordinary. <laughs> Less niche. Still highly important. Yes. <laughs> and appreciated. And we love them. Yes. So yeah, it'll be fun. All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye.